Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. And we've got quite a few interesting stories lined up, beginning with uh, one of our favorite boxers of all time, Jake Paul. He's going to be uh, playing in New York City at Madison Square Garden, along with his uh, signing, his protege, Amanda Serrano. They're not going toe-to-toe. Uh, but their uh, opponents have not yet been determined. So there's not much of a story here without the news to relate that they're going to have an event on August 6th at Madison Square Garden featuring those two boxers. Which brings us along to some uh, good news out of the heavyweight division. Finally, we have confirmation that uh, Alexander Yusik and Anthony Joshua are finally going to go toe-to-toe uh, at uh, an arena in Saudi Arabia, Jeddah, uh, in uh, the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. That's the 20th of August. I'm sure you've heard of it by now, but let me just give you some of the details as related to us by our friends at, at Boxing247.com. Unified heavyweight world champion Alexander Yusik will put his IBF, WBA, WBO, and IBO world titles on the line against AJ Anthony Joshua on the coastal city of Jeddah, Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, on Saturday, August 20th. A fight not to be missed indeed, as we're all waiting for the unclogging of the heavyweight division. One of the biggest heavyweight rematches in the history of the sport, Yusik versus Joshua to build as Rage on the Red Sea, will take place nearly three years on from the historic Clash on the Dunes event at the Dirinya Arena that saw Joshua reclaim his heavyweight crowns against Andy Ruiz Jr. Under the patronage of His Royal Highness Mohammed bin Salman and in line with the kingdom's vision, 2030 ambitions, the eyes of the sporting world will be on the kingdom of Saudi Arabia once more as AJ aims to exact revenge over Yusik and take his place back at the top of the heavyweight division. As we all know, that it's going to be a great fight. Make, not making any claims or predictions, but uh, I think Yusuf's going to win. Joshua, who's 24 and 2 with 22 knockouts, was dethroned as heavyweight king by Ukrainian pound-for-pound star Yusuf in September 2021 in front of over 60,000 screaming fans at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in London, England, on a memorable evening in boxing's marquee division. Since the pair's first meeting, former undisputed cruiserweight world champion Yusik, 19-0, 13 knockouts, has gained further global attention after putting the rematch on hold to support his home nation on the front line during their ongoing conflict. Said uh, Anthony Joshua, what a roller coaster journey this has been, fighting for the heavyweight championship of the world for the 12th consecutive time. I won the belt, unified this vision, won another belt, lost the belts, became two-time unified heavyweight champion, and now have my date with history set to become the three-time unified heavyweight champion of the world. What an opportunity. Fighting championship level back-to-back has been has had its pros and cons, but I decide every day to get stronger, to learn from my experience, and grow. A happy fighter is a dangerous fighter, and I'm the happiest and most motivated I have been. Said Prince uh, Khalid bin Abdul- Abdulaziz, chairman of the SCEE, this is another proud moment for the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, bringing the biggest rematch in global boxing 
to our great country. Alexander Yusik and Anthony Joshua are both brilliant champions with different stories, skills, and styles. And the whole world will watch them go head-to-head -head in the ring on August 20th. And we look forward to welcoming them. Fantastic quote. I love it. Yusik's um, promoter, by the way, Alexander Krasik said, the rematch is on the way. The fight will be much bigger and more spectacular than the first. It is new history in the making. Being a part of this event is a huge honor. Our country is now fighting for its heritage. Our mission is to expand its legacy with the help of the Lord. We will achieve this. Ooh, it's going to be a humdinger. My goodness. My dog is going crazy. Let's have a quick little recap of the weekend uh, results. Arda Betabiev uh, absolutely hammered Joe Smith Jr. We all know that. We saw it. Hulu Theater, Madison Square Garden uh, last Saturday. All all hail King Arthur, the three-belt lightweight, light heavyweight champion, WBC IBF ruler Arda Berbeyev, 18-0, 18 knockouts, stopped Joe Smith Jr. in the second round Saturday evening at the Hulu Theater at Madison Square Garden. Berbeyev knocked down Smith three times during the one-sided beatdown, picking up Smith's WBO belt and moving one step closer to fully unifying the division. Betterbeev dropped Smith with a clubbing right hand in the closing seconds of the opening round. Things got worse for the Long Island native in the second as a left hook nearly sent Smith through the ropes. He rose to his feet, but the end was near. A pair of uppercuts followed by a sweeping right left. Left. Oh, I see. Followed by a sweeping right hand left referee Harvey Dock. No choice but to stop the fight. My coach told me it's not too far until I become a good boxer, Betterbeev said. Joe's a little bit open. And it was more than easy for me to get through to him. Both of us have a good punch and we need to try to connect first. I'm lucky that I was first. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, elsewhere, we saw, uh, in I believe this was knockout of the week, by the way, Cuban Southpaw uh, Robusi Ramirez, who's now 10 and 1 with six knockouts, announced his presence as a featherweight contender in a big way with an even bigger left hand. Ramirez knocked out the previously unbeaten Abraham Nova, who's now 21-1 with 15 knockouts, in the fifth round to pick up the USBA and WBO global belts. Ramirez, who is a two-time Olympic gold medalist, fainted with a right hand to the body and then came over the top with a left that separated Nova from his senses. <laughs> Great line. Sorry about that. <clears throat> Ramirez said, it was all about the strategy. I'm blessed to work with Ismael Sal Salas, who is a genius in my corner, it really was about setting up that shot. If you watch the fight, it was about working, tapping the body until that opening was created. I knew he was dangerous, so I had to be careful. But when I saw my opening, I took it and I finished the fight. In other results, by the way, in the featherweight division, Bruce, Shushu Carrington, 4-0. Stop Adrian Leva. Carrington, the latest fistic prodigy from Brownsville, Brooklyn, authored a power punching clinic to force Leva to remain on his stool following the fifth round. He landed 69 of 121 power shots, including 11 of 17 in the fifth. Uh, Leva entered the, the fight riding a four-bout unbeaten streak. Uh, Jahai Tucker uh, beat Andre Smith. Um, Floyd Diaz beat Danili Plato-Najvesti. Uh, Troy Isley, uh, now 6-0, uh, beat Dante Stubbs. Uh, Isley, as we all know, is a U.S. Olympian, became the first man to stop Stubbs in a one-sided power-punching display. Isley knocked down Stubbs at the end of the fourth, then ended the fight with a straight right hand in the sixth. Stubbs rose to his feet on wobbly legs, and referee Charlie Fitch called it off. Uh, 
for the women out there. Good stuff. Uh, Wendy Toussaint beat Asinia Bayfield. And uh, elsewhere, Jaye Brown beat Kane McMahon. That was all taking place down in Madison Square Garden, New York City, this past Saturday evening. Good stuff. Elsewhere, over in England, uh, in Liverpool, at the MS Bank Arena, Nathan Gorman went toe-to-toe against Thomas Salak and clobbered him. Nathan Gorman powered his way to the IBF International Heavyweight Championship as he twice downed his opponent in a punishing first-round stoppage of Thomas Salak at the MS Bank Arena on Friday night, June 17th, live on Channel 5 for all you UK fans out there. Stoppages were the theme of the main card as pretty boy Josh Kelly reminded everyone of his class and technical ability in the fourth-round technical knockout over Hungary's Peter Kramer. With his name upon the banners, Nathan Gorman did not disappoint the Channel 5 audience and all those in attendance on a fantastic Wasserman boxing fight night. Gorman had the job to do after 15 months out of the ring, but had clearly been working on all the physical and technical aspects of his game to overwhelm his Czech opponent. Good stuff. Uh, and also, as I said earlier, the wait was finally over as the Liverpool crowd stood to cheer Josh Kelly back to the squared circle for the first time in over a year. The fluid and natural boxing that Kelly had been renowned for showed no sign of rust as the Sunderland uh, man looked even more focused and spiteful than he had previously. His opponent, Peter Kramer, had shown up to become a banana skin and use his durability and experience to spoil the party. This was not the case as Kelly wore the Hungarian down with a blend of speed, movement, and some hard-hitting uppercuts that inevitably saw the referee wave off the proceedings in the fourth round. Uh, elsewhere, Chloe Watson avoided any slip-up in her upcoming fight as the city of Liverpool cheered her on the victory. Watson's opponent, Farah al who I mentioned last week, had been described as a very game opponent all week and someone to push the young fighter. It was an accomplished performance that saw Watson get over the line with 59-56 points win. Good for her. Elsewhere on the card, of a successful debut for Arn Ch- Ch- Chalmers as he passed the test with a 39-37 points victory over Alexander Zeladon. There are plenty of signs to show the potential of Chalmers and his entry into the sport with the former Jordy Shore star looking comfortable in heavier gloves, having swapped the cage for ropes. Uh, the undercard results as follows. Mason Cartwright, uh, Cartwright defeated Angel Emiloff. Maddie Harris Big shout out to Maddie for uh, thanking uh, the boys at Knuckle Up after his performance. Defeated Powell Tchaikovsky. Uh, Patty Lacey defeated Ryan Broughton. And Tom Farrell defeated Elijah Fajibwa. Oh, a few more. Uh, Tom Atchison defeated Ezekiel Gregoris. Uh, Gadataman defeated Gadataman Taylor defeated Marcos Molloy. And John Edwardson defeated Stefan Nikolai. There you go. There's all the results that came out of uh, Liverpool uh, on June 17th at the MS Bank Arena. Now let's move over uh, to another part of England, uh, taking place at the venue in Dudley, England. Dale Flute, who we reported on quite often last week, uh, did in fact de- defeat George Rogers. A quintet of black country boxers were in action at the venue in Dudley on Friday on BCB Promotions Vengeance at the Venue 2. Tripton super welterweight Dale Flute topped the bill against Leicester's George Rogers over four rounds. Flute used his boxing abilities to gain victory by taking control of the center of the ring and putting together lovely combinations to record a 39-37 win 
on the Christine on Christine's scorecard. Uh, also, Stafford's Ashley Pedigree made his pro, pro, pro debut against Bicester's Sultan Ahmed. The popular super welterweight didn't look out of place after making a step from white collar. Pedigree started the fight extremely fast with his quick footwork and mixing his shots up from head to body and creating angles that Ahmed was finding, finding hard to deal with. The bell for the end of the first round went, and Ahmed was in a bad way with blood pouring from his nose and very timidly making his way back to the corner. The bell for the second went, and Pedigree went up at ear by allowing himself space to put spiteful shots together, which really started to take his toll resulting in Christine stopping this one after one minute, 46 seconds of the second round. Uh, and James Skart, by the way, got off to a winning start as a career, uh, clobbering Dean Wilkinson uh, from Lancashire. Uh, Tom Brennan uh, was pushed all the way by Briarley Hill's Matt Hall, but Brennan moved to a 4-2 uh, win after... Kevin Parker scored his four-round contest with Hall 39-37, and the 29-year-old is eyeing an area belt by the end of 2022. Elsewhere on that card, someone who we were reporting on last week after successive draws, uh, Trayan Trudash, uh, was hoping to make it a third time. Lucky as he stepped in with Leeds' Jamie Wright. It wasn't to be, though, as a Wolverhampton-based Italian recorded a third consecutive draw. Wright started the contest well, utilizing his jab and keeping Tudasashi at bay. The Italian, a nurse by day, grew into the fight into the latter rounds, but didn't go, didn't go, didn't do enough on Kevin Parker's scorecard to take the first win as this one ended 38-38. Such is life, and those are the facts. Elsewhere in England, Jack Bateson, who we reported on, went toe-to-toe -to -toe against Diego Alberto Ruiz at the Leeds United Football Club Banqueting Suite. That's in Leeds, England, and that was on Saturday night as well. Jack Bateson hoped uh, to gatecrash the world rankings after defeating Alberto Ruiz uh, in Leeds, and he did. The new Pro Bellum signing picked up the vacant WBA Super Bantamweight Intercontinental title with a unanimous points win after 10 rounds. Um, Elsewhere on that card, uh, Archie Sharp returned to the ring with a clear points victory over Alex Ratt. O'Hara Davies warmed up the potential WBA world title eliminated by stopping Abdesimad Nekched. And two tanks forced his opponent to the canvas in round seven and again in round eight. And throughout, Nekched beat the count after being floored for a second time. However, referee Howard Foster said he had taken enough punishment. Davies now moves on to a record of 24 and 2 with 17 knockouts and is now in line to fight Spain's Santor Martin with the winner putting themselves in the frame to challenge for the WBA World Super Lightweight title. So some good news out of England. Let's take a look uh, across onto the continent. We see that Sefer Safari uh, went toe to toe against Roman Kratchek in Switzerland, and this was for a W, sorry, a UBO title. On Saturday night in Bergdorf, Switzerland, perennial contender Sefer, the real deal Safari, won the vacant UBO uh, World Cruiserweight title. Albanian-born Safari took on late substitute Roman Kracek from the Czech Republic, who stepped in when the original co-challenger, Christian Hiller, fell ill and was looking to produce a rocky moment. 
The change of opponent didn't prevent the enthusiastic fans from chanting their adopted hometown hero to victory as Safari proved too sharp for the visitor. Good news, good news. Here we go. The victory brings his professional record to 25-3-1 with 23 knockouts. Wow. And Kratchik uh, dropped to 38-12-1 with 20 knockouts. And headlining a card build as the return, Safari versus Kratchik was promoted by knockout boxing. Now, speaking of knockout boxing and England, we have some news out of Boxer. That's B-O-X-X-E-R. A new generation of future boxing stars from Britain alongside Midlands talent will be showcased live on Sky Sports when Boxer rolls into the English heartlands for an event at Coventry Sky Dome on Saturday night, June 25th. Adam, the assassin Azim, 4-0, described by trainer Shane McGuigan as the best natural talent I've ever worked with, brings his spectacular skills to the ring in a World Youth Championship bout as he continues his journey from teenage prodigy to future world champion. Also heading to Coventry to, on the path to future greatness is Tokyo 2020 Olympic medalist, Karis Ardingstahl. She will make her highly anticipated professional boxing debut following a glittering amateur career, which culminated in a bronze medal in those said Olympics. From Bunny Johnson, Britain's first black heavyweight champion through to Robert McCracken and Frankie Gavin, the Midlands has had a long history of producing elite boxing talents who have made their mark on this sport. Leading the, leading the region's next generation on their own march to the top are boxer series tournament winners Corey Gibbs, who's 16-0 with three knockouts, and Dylan Chima, who's 5-0 with one knockout. Undefeated Birmingham battler Gibbs, who won the eight-man boxer series in Liverpool, Super lightweights tournament in November will face the tough and wily Carlos Raton Perez, the current Spanish lightweight champion. Chima, who won last month's Boxer Series Coventry tournament in spectacular fashion, despite entering as an unknown underdog, is making a quick return to the ring for the first fight of his newly signed multi-fight promotional deal with boxing. With boxer, sorry. Birmingham's Sam Eggington, who's 31 and 7 a two-time Fight of the Year winner and firm crowd favorite thanks to, all his, to his all-action fighting style, looks to, to deliver another crowd-pleasing performance as he challenges for the IBO Super Welterweight Championship against undefeated Paul Prejmila Zikic, who's 18-0, by the way. Six knockouts. Should be a good fight. Uh, both fighters have a reputation for never taking a backward step, making this another potential Fight of the Year nominee for Eggington and an encounter likely to produce a many a highlight real moment. The rematch, by the way, for the English middleweight championship between River Wilson Bent and Tyler Denny will be taking place on this card after their controversial and explosive first fight that ended premature after clash of heads, resulting in a technical draw. With a torrent of bad blood through this fight and the score to settle after their first encounter, this is another of the evening's bouts, which guarantees sensational action from start to finish. Elsewhere, you'll see uh, undefeated six foot three middleweight Shaquille Thompson, who's now seven and zero with five knockouts. He'll be returning to action uh, along with Scottish cruiserweight Scott Forrest and Welsh super bantamweight prospect Rise Edwards, who's twelve and zero. So it's going to be a good card. Uh, boxers lining up uh, some great talent. 
And that'll all take place, as I said, on, when did I say this would take place? June 25th, next Saturday. Good stuff. For the final story of the day, let's uh, move over to Canada, Montreal, where Group Yvonne Michel, that's G-Y-M, Jim, has announced the signing of Caroline Vyrie, a pillar of the Canadian national boxing team since 2013, to an exclusive promotional contract. She was a gold medalist at the 2015 Pan American Games in Toronto, as well as a member of Team Canada at the 2020 Olympic Games in Tokyo. She's 33 years old, out of Montreal, and make, will make her professional debut on July 29th on the undercard of rising Canadian star Kim Clavel's World Boxing Council, WBC, light flyweight world championship fight against defending champion Yesenia Gomez at the cabaret of the Montreal Casino. Uh, Vyrie trains at the Montreal Boxing Club, at the Complex uh, Sportif Claude Rubiard, under the supervision of Daniel Bouchard and Stephanie or Stephane Larouche. She will compete in the female featherweight division, that's 126 pounds, and super featherweight uh, division, that's 130 pounds. Uh, said uh, gym president, Yvonne Michel, we followed Caroline throughout her impressive amateur career, and when she showed interest in embarking on a professional career, we didn't hesitate for a moment to sign her. We are convinced that Caroline's talent and skills are elite. Her discipline, determination, and the quality of her coaching will bring her to the top. Uh, to which she, she commented, after a great experience in amateur boxing, I'm happy to start my professional career with a magnificent team. I feel confident alongside Danielle Bouchard, Stéphane LaRouche, Yvonne Michel, and the entire GYM team guiding me to have success on this new journey. Richard, for his part, had nothing but praise for his new protege, saying, I'm extremely enthusiastic and happy to welcome Caroline and Olympian to my team, Kim, in the World Championship and Caroline in her pro debut, what stimulating challenges. I see a memorable evening on July 29th. Right, well, there you go. There's all the news fit to print for today. Thank you for joining me here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. I'll see you later on at 4 p.m. with Mike Orr and Cedric Ben for Knuckle Up. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and hit that notification bell. Cheers.